and gentlemen, welcome back to the Demo Tape Podcast. Uh, it's going to be a good show today, man. Thank you, everybody who out there for uh, listening to the last couple episodes. Uh, I see people, you know, uh, it's still growing and people are still listening and commenting back. I'm getting feedback on what's working and what's not working. So I appreciate everybody taking their time out to do that for me. Uh, going to have a good show for you today. Going to have one of my uh, friends on here. He's also a boxing expert, my man Jonathan Ard. Going to be talking boxing. Uh, to get us ready for the Pacquiao-Keith Thurman bout this Saturday. So we're going to chop that up. And uh, that's just going to be it for today because that's the big sporting event this weekend that we want to talk about. And also, I also want to speak a little bit on uh, the, the the news that Daniel Pintalio, uh, the, the officer involved in the Eric Gardner homicide, because it was ruled a homicide, the Department of Justice decided that they do not want to press charges now before we get into that though subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher radio wherever you get your podcasts rate us review us thank you thank you well rate me review me thank you as always for listening and um i'm on youtube as well so you can hit that subscribe button on youtube so make sure you guys are doing that man wanted want the podcast to keep growing and i appreciate everybody's support um That's my man right now. And with that, I want to welcome my man Jonathan Ard onto the podcast. Welcome. What's going on, my man? How you been? What's going on? What's going on? Nah, oh man, I'm chilling. Um, I told the people, you know, before you got on here, I kind of set up the show. I told them I consider you a boxing expert. So okay. explain to the people why I want why I consider you a boxing expert. Tell the people a little bit about yourself and uh, you know, some of the knowledge and experiences that you've that you've learned along the way when you uh, in your travels and things like that as far as boxing. Okay, well, first and foremost, my name is Jonathan Lawrence, 29 years old. I've been out of boxing for about eight years now, going on nine years. Uh, I have been amateur fights. I've been trained by a few world champions. Uh, Rick Roberts, aka Rick Yoshimura, Justin Zuko, Joaquin Alcine. I work with the Beers Brothers and the training camps with Ray Beltran. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm rooted in the game. <laughs> yeah, heavily so rooted in the game. Yeah, so pretty much everywhere you've been at, you've you you've found your way to a boxing gym. On t- for sure. On top of on top of being a student of the sport in itself, participating in it yes, and studying it uh, by watching it, being a fan of it too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So hoping to have you on the podcast to contribute, you know, especially for the big fights, MMA as well as boxing. But we'll talk about boxing. Uh, this episode but before we get to that I just wanted to talk to you because I know you on a personal level uh, we have a lot of conversations on and off the f- well on and off the phone but uh, on the phone and we talk about a lot of deep topics and a lot of things we talk about we talk about uh, police brutality and you know the state of the black community if you could even call it a community at this point but and I just wanted to get your thoughts and I also wanted to discuss with you um, first of all have you heard about the Daniel Pintalio uh, the, the Department of Justice deciding that they didn't want to press charges against Daniel Pantaleo, the guy who choked out Eric Gardner, or was involved in Eric Gardner's homicide. I'm sorry, let me say that for the record. Yeah, right. Yeah, I did, man. I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Mm. Because it seems like it's just more of the same, like, you know. Exactly. More and, of the same, 
these hate crimes and the same people in the same positions turning the blind eye to it. Exactly. And for me, if I can go back for a minute, in like 2015 when this happened, I remember seeing the video and clearly seeing him choke him in the video and being like, okay, so this is a uh, open and shut case. Like this is not going to be an issue with this one. And lo and behold, right. Eric Gardner died and this man walks. And this man walks. So uh, the United States attorney, his name is Richard Donahue, he has said that he didn't, there wasn't enough evidence to bring forth charges. And he's, I think, like the deputy for the attorney general, Bill William Barr, who's like the over the Department of Justice. So they basically had an opportunity to press charges. The previous depart, uh, the previous head of the Department of Justice, um, Eric Holder, he was going. He he said that there was enough to press charges, but these guys say that there isn't enough to press charges. So they didn't press charges. Right. Apparently, I did some reading myself, man. Apparently, to uh, convict a police officer of murder on like uh, on a like while he's doing his job like this, evidence has to be almost beyond reproach. Like there can be no uh, uh, there can be no holes, no leaks. So no what case. is it? So what is it that? So what exit? So. This wasn't enough, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess for people to maybe feel what we're feeling right now, they'd have to have been in some of the situations that we've been in and or have seen the video. Because when you see the video, right. you clearly see that the man put his, he put a chokehold on the dude. Like he jumped on his back and he choked him. And the dude said that he couldn't breathe and they rolled him to the ground and he died. And they say, well, he's overweight. So maybe that's why he died. And, or uh, he shouldn't have been doing whatever he was doing. I think he was selling his cigarettes, but I heard that's not even true. I don't even know what he was doing, to be honest with you. Because there's so many, right. but at the end of the day, not even on a black, white, fuck the police thing. I just think on a human being, a, a person who is in a position of authority versus a person who is not in a position of authority, a person who has the law on their side and weapons on their side versus a person who is not a private citizen, if you want to, call, if you will, and the fact that we see a whole bunch of this. Is still an issue for me and that's kind of why i wanted to talk about it because forget the racial aspect of it if we if, if if it's even appropriate to even say that at this point but we're all human beings at the end of the day and so like you can't even it's like it's weird to not even connect to it for people to not be able to connect to it on a human a human level or like a power leverage level you know what i mean like right. at the end of the day yeah. cops are gonna have the benefit of the doubt so we're like what are your thoughts on that um huh. I don't even have, I really don't have the words, man. Who, um, who's going to police the police? Like, who regulates what they do? Because they shouldn't have the benefit of the doubt. They're just as human as us. Exactly. And that's the thing for me is, you um, know, they are just as human as us. And, you know, to be above reproach like that and to always get the benefit of the doubt like that is going to be, is, is the problem I see. Um, and of course, we're black, so we're we're gonna we're gonna see it that way as well as far as it being a racial issue. Because I'll, at the end of the day, it is, it is. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Because if this was happening yeah, to sure. white people enough, they would make us think about it, and there would be something done about it. And so, sure. you know, we just have to hold the bag. And from Rodney King to brothers back in the '60s and '70s, that countless others that we don't know about, just this is just another one on the list. But every time it comes up in the news, or every time. 
you know, I see uh, an example of it in my day in my real life. I'm gonna speak on it because I don't know. That's that's I feel like that's the only thing that can be done at this point is to, you know, check it when you see it and you know, um, what am I trying to say? Like check it when you see it, but also keep keep it keep they keep your the proverbial foot on their neck, so to speak, as far as saying what you For need sure. to say about it because. If you don't say anything about it, if you don't at least say something about it, then people are just going to forget about it and treat it like it doesn't happen. And they're already treating it like it's not an issue, and it is an issue. And people are saying something about right. it. So at a minimum, at least you could right. continue to talk about it. But anyway, I don't know, maybe that was a little too heavy to start the show, but I just wanted to try to get into that because I just had a lot to say about it. But um, we're going to switch topics now to what we brought you here for, bro. Okay. You know, Let's we're talking it. boxing. Let's get it. The big fight this Saturday. Who we talking about? Who we talking about? Yeah. Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes here, right? And for Pacquiao, this is going to be his 70th fight. And what stood out when I was writing down my notes for this specific episode was just how this is a step up for Keith Thurman, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, in competition yeah definitely because i'm looking at manny pacquiao's last five fights and i tried to put together like his last five fights and then some notable fights that he's had in his career for both fighters and yeah i'm going down the list and keith thurman's opponents are looking meager man i mean josecito lopez robert guerrero luis Calazo. i mean danny garcia's okay but i mean he he wasn't you know he had he was trying to step up into that next level of boxer as well so and he and when he did he got defeated so that's one thing I'm noticing yeah. as far as um, so. What, what do you think the advantage will be? Do you okay? Let me pose the question this way: Do you think that the advantage that if we see one, and I, I, I and I've talked to you, so I know that you think we will see an advantage, a many Pacquiao advantage. Do you think that become that comes from strictly from the experience that he has, the what yeah. forty plus bouts, the being in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, Miguel Cotto, De La Hoya, Marco Antonio Barrero, Juan Manuel Marquez four times? You think that's gonna that's gonna show out in this fight here? For sure, for sure. That and that old man is still nimble. He's very much still nimble, still dangerous. He's still strong. He's still young. I yeah. Mean, I know it's contradicting myself by calling him old, but he's still very young and vital. Yeah. Very, that, uh, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you as well. Can yeah. we even say in this day and age that forty is even old for for like a boxer? Nah, man. With the with the technological advances we know and have seen in health and uh, water and you know vegan eating vegan vegan options and you know people switching their diets up and no, yeah, man, modern I, medicine i feel like 40 is like the new 25 almost yeah exactly i wouldn't even say 30 yeah but so but keith thurman is going to have some advantages obviously he's going to have the youth advantage and also he's going to have height and reach advantage so what do you see how do you see him uh, if he can at all, what do you see happening in the bout exactly? Um, I see Manny Pacquiao closing the distance really, really fast. He has really fast feet, really strong legs. I see him closing the distance and really taking away his reach advantage. I don't mm. think Keith Thurman has. Uh, I don't think he's fought. He, well, I'm looking at his box right now. He hasn't fought anyone of note no. that quick aside from Sean Porter. Yeah. And we already had that discussion, you know, Sean Porter, uh, he throws punches and bunches. He has a wild style too, but Sean, I mean, Sean is wild. 
Yeah. And, and Manny Pacquiao is very much uh, poised. Like, he can throw punches and bunches, but he's going to calculate it. He's going to be a tactician about it. You know what I mean? Yes. He's going to take a few rounds off, measure his distance, foot faint him, see if he can close the distance fast enough to get some stuff off, and then he's going to do it. And uh, I don't think Keith Thurman's going to be ready for that. Yeah, because like you said, pointing to his his win loss record, I've seen a lot of the guys that he's fought. Josecito Lopez. I mean, I thought he was like a punching bag. Last time I saw him, he was like a punching bag for Canelo Alvarez, and I think he beat. What? Uh, what's the dude's name that headbutted Floyd Mayweather? But he quit on the stool against uh, Josecito Lopez. Made him quit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I'm like Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz, yeah. And I'm I don't even like so. Victor, yeah, Josecito Lopez to me is a subpar opponent. Uh, Danny Garcia, to your point again, he's a tough fighter, Philly fighter, good left hook, but he's not, he doesn't have like elite hand or foot speed like Manny Pacquiao does or footwork. You know what I mean? Because I remember right. when he was fighting, and I think you remember this as well, when he was fighting Amir Khan. Amir Khan was bothering him with his hand speed early in the fight. He just happened to catch him with a left hook and good night. Because Amir Khan yeah. has, you know, not a good chin. No chin. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Guerrero, I don't know. Why people think that he's good? Uh, can you do you do, do you have any thoughts on Robert Guerrero? Because that's who that's one of Keith Thurman's fights as well. And I've seen him fight, but every time I see him fight, he loses. So um, I don't know. Is there anything good to say about Robert Guerrero as far as as an opponent uh, that he Robert that can be Guerrero. used to help him in this fight with Manny Pacquiao? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my thoughts on Robert first off, and I mean obviously it's just my opinion, but he was what fighter. I wouldn't put him in the B range. He's been blessed uh, to have a beefed-up record. He hasn't really fought anybody of note except for Floyd. Well, he fought Floyd. I'm lying. He fought Floyd. He fought Danny Garcia. Uh, you know, he took L's in these fights, of course. But prior to that, he really has no pedigree leading up to those fights, man. Like, yeah. He's just an average fighter. Yeah, so... That's spectacular about him. Born to watch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's just the big money punching bag. He gets paid a lot of money to get beat up by big name fighters in route Basically. to a bigger fight <laughs> for them. Basically. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And so, uh, I'm, the more and more I dug into this and looked at the boxing record of both of these guys and tried to go off some of the eye tests, some of the things that I had in my memory of what I remember about, especially more about Keith Thurman. Because for me, Manny Pacquiao... The only person I thought, and I've told you this, and I've told anybody that'll listen to this time and time again, the only person that I ever thought that could beat, I mean, the only time, the only person I ever thought could beat Manny Pacquiao was Floyd Mayweather. Other than that, I think Manny Pacquiao is the top of whatever weight class he's probably well, not at whatever weight class, but the weight classes that he's in, the middleweight and what is it, super well, su what is it, super middleweight and welterweight and super welterweight or junior, whatever. All oh, they got too many world classes. A, a belt class but you know what I'm talking about there's like a like a like a super welterweight and a junior middleweight and he's got belts at 154 and all of that so whatever weight classes that you know are in his wheelhouse I feel like he's unfatable except for Floyd Mayweather uh, so I when the moment I heard that this fight was being made I was automatically saying yeah I'm going with Pacquiao because Pacquiao's gonna win even though he has had some surprising defeats the Jeff Horn defeat man that one. Pat, well, he wasn't himself. He wasn't himself, man. Uh, I'm looking. Let me see. Let's see how long of a layoff he had. He fought Jesse Vargas before that. That was a nine-month layoff. Yeah. Okay, that wasn't too long. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He just, he didn't look the same. Like, he looked like he had been uh, eating good. Do you, do you do you think that <laughs> yeah well yeah do you think that yeah because they fought that fight outside in Australia do you think that might have had anything to do with it like fighting outside in the elements versus fighting inside well no that does change the dynamic of the fight yeah because you know it's not it's not climate controlled you know mm. it's humid yeah you know and that zaps muggy. your energy so I mean yeah it, it could but I mean you, you that's what you train for true true I'm not making excuses I just you know, and then uh, obviously he fought Juan Manuel Marquez four times. Uh, I personally yeah. thought Juan Manuel fought, fought to a draw at least in the third fight. The fourth fight, I mean, it is what it is with that one. It is. Um, it is but that was that's a Pacquiao loss, and then we all believe that Timothy Bradley loss was a fluke. Uh, Pacquiao has been knocked out three times. Any possibility that Keith Thurman's power can tap Pacquiao's chin and put him to sleep? Well, for sure. He, I mean, he's, they call him one time for a reason. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, is, yeah, he's got 73% knockout percentage. Now, that's in 29 fights, obviously. Pacquiao has 56 knockout percentage in 61 fights, but... Right. You know. Yeah. I but mean, he's, he's young young and strong, so he has the power, you know? Yeah. But, like I said, I don't know, dude. I just see him neutralizing his reach advantage. I don't think he ever has speed to really land... Uh, a precise power punch to knock him out. I don't. I mean, I just don't see it. I, I don't see it at all. So you think Pacquiao's going to like take angles, cut the ring off on him? For sure, take angles, cut the ring off. Punch, punch from unorthodox. Punch yeah, unorthodox angles. Uh, you you train at the wild card, correct? I don't I know if you said that at the start of the show. No, I did. I do. You do train I at the wild card. Is there anything the any card, any? With, any in it, driblets information leaking out over there? How Manny's looking, power-wise, or anything? Or what I do you? Tell you I've seen him a few times. I hear him spar when I'm upstairs working. I hear him sparring right uh, under me in the basement, downstairs, okay. and uh, he spars with a good, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Ray Beltran. Oh, and you can hear him, man. And they, I, I, I don't see it, but I tell you what, man, he sounds, he sounds stronger than a motherfucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, I just it's think crazy. I don't know, just his age, man. I mean, Bernal Hopkins kind of changed the game for me, and made me, and, and Floyd Mayweather too, and also just athletes in general have just changed my mind on forty years old, especially as a fighter. Like I just, I mean, Pacquiao, he had his run where he was dominating everybody, so he wasn't taking any punishment. If you want to look at it at it that way, I mean, yeah, he did get knocked out by uh, Juan Manuel Marquez, okay, that, but that was one knockout, and he, he's he's bounced back. I don't know, man. I think Pacquiao has one more resurgence left in him. I don't know how many fights it's going to be, but I just, I don't know. I just, it's just some intuition that I have. And the moment I knew this fight was made, I said, yeah, I'm taking Pacquiao. Like, I know Thurman's younger. I know Thurman's going to come up. I've seen Thurman fight. He hasn't been all that impressive to me. He's not. And He's I not. know that Pacquiao is holy grail, like Hall of Fame Hallowed ground a boxer. boxer, yeah, superstar. Exactly. When, He's, when you think of Keith Thurman, when you think Keith Thurman, what, what's like one staple thing, one talent, one thing that sticks out about his style? Can you like, can you name? You can't. Uh, I, I can't think of one thing. When I think of Keith Thurman, I think wild hooks, off balance, ducking his head. See. <laughs> um, exactly. Punching I think not looking at your target. Yeah, that's what I think of when I when I think of Keith Thurman. That's what I that's that's what comes to mind. I don't when I think of Manny Pacquiao, I think some of somebody who people think does that, 
But in fact, he's uh, just a, a boxing savant. And he's using, like you yeah. said, footwork and angles to hit you without getting hit and hit you a lot too. Like he throws combos. Yeah. So um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I won't go as far as to say press knockout. Are you talk, Are you saying knockout? Uh, there could be a knockout. I don't know. I don't. I don't see. I don't think. I don't think Pacquiao knock him out. Uh, he got a, yeah. Thurman's got a pretty solid chin. He's got a yeah. He's got a pretty solid chin. I don't know. So what is? What do you think? If if you could come up with a strategy, if you could be, because I always tell you you could be a boxing trainer. If you could come up with a strategy for Keith Thurman, what would you tell him to do for this fight? Hmm. I would tell him don't take any rounds off. I would tell him to come in in the first round and. Need strong body work. You want to take as much gas out of Manny's tank as possible, because when, when you wear when you wear a fighter down, when you exhaust the fighter, he gets sloppy and start to fall down. Arm gets sloppy, the chin starts to stick out. Then you start to pick apart your, your your opponent, and then that's how you set up a knockout. I would tell him to start with body work early. I would tell him to uh, be poised. Because Manny, Manny's going to bring a lot of pressure. He's going to see a lot of punches. He's going to put a lot of pressure on him. Just take it in stride. Block, cover up, work his defense, go to the body, counter whenever he can counter. Don't take unnecessary shots. That's that's the key. People feel like they can come in and go uh, punches and bunches with Manny Pacquiao, and yeah. that's just not wise. Nah. I think Ricky hadn't got bodied and I think the world been on notice ever since exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah so 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 you say your keys to victory for for Keith Thurman is obviously keep your poise which I think is, is probably the best one because this is his coming out party if he's able to have a major performance and put on a show for us tomorrow night I mean I'm sorry uh, Saturday night if he's able to put on a show for us, that would be putting him in, you know, the elite boxing ring. So yeah, obviously I would I would I would say that definitely. You're right. Stay poised. Um, dang, that's that. Those are some good tidbits for him. Yeah. I just think it's an uphill <laughs> battle. I just I do. I really think it's an uphill uh, up uphill climb for him because I think age is overstated in this fight. I think experience is understated. Pacquiao's been yeah. in the ring with the best. And been rounds with the best, and bloodied up some of the best, and retired some of the best, and been knocked out yeah. and got up multiple times, been up, down, up, down, up, down, like in his life and his career. Like I just, I don't know, man. I just can't count Pacquiao out. When I when I look at fighters, I I I do like to look at their personal life and how they perform in the ring. And Pacquiao yeah. is one of those fighters that, like I said, he's been up. And down in the ring and at, and in real life, he's got you know financial issues, marriage issues, but he still brings it. He still performs, still smiles. He still is a is a craftsman, and I have a lot of respect for that. Sure. Like I said, when it came to Floyd Mayweather, I was yielding nothing because I just thought Floyd was a better boxer, and that's and you know I think that's fair to say because that's Floyd Mayweather. But Pacquiao is nobody's close to Pacquiao, even at forty, even at forty. Because Bernard yeah, Hopkins showed like, us, yeah. man. And not even just Bernard Hopkins. I mean, didn't uh, George Foreman came back and won a heavyweight championship in his 40s? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 40 in boxing, man, you could get it done. I mean, I know this is a smaller weight class. So, I mean, they don't rely on the same things as heavyweights. But 
Still, man, the precedent has been set. They, they don't. But he's still, man, and Pacquiao's still well-preserved. Exactly. Exactly. Still preserved, bro. Exactly. He's like, a, yeah, a classic card, bro. He's still burning motherfuckers down the fucking mile stretch. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, before we switch topics, though, I wanted to know, do you have any other thoughts closing on this on this uh, here? Uh, Just no, anything else man. you want us to it look forward be. to in the fight? Uh, anything, you know, I don't know. Nah, this should be easy. It should be easy it work? Should, wow. So look. UD, 12 yeah. round, UD? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Okay. Uh, just for the second, just in, in, and after, okay, so we're going to switch topics now, but I want to talk about, uh, I want to get your thoughts before we get out of here about uh, John Jones, man, his last fight. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I had said I was going to watch it. And I didn't get to watch it because I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't watch it. Uh, I, as, as somebody who did watch it, you did watch it, correct? I did. Okay. What 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 are you what are you what are your what were your takeaways from that? Uh, John Jones, he looked good. He looked like himself. He didn't look like he was out of shape. He didn't he wasn't gas. Um, he did his thing, but Santos out fought him. He outclassed him. Uh, he neutralized his length. He neutralized his technique. The elbows didn't work. He slipped those. He slipped punches. Oh, he slipped the elbows? Brother, he, man, he did some things I had never seen done to John Jones. Oh, wow. And he was still checking and kicking John Jones with a torn ACL. He could barely, he was hobbling to get to him. He was hobbling and still throwing very dangerous punches. Very powerful, dangerous I'm gonna knock you the fuck out type of punches, man. Like it was it was a good fight. And I feel like Santos won. Mm. Santos won. Yeah. He outfought John Jones with a torn ACL. But you don't I think, think okay, but John Jones better. didn't show up looking pudgy or nothing like that. It just was competition. No, no, it was no, legit no, no. competition. No, no, no. This guy was just better. Okay. Wow. He was just better. This guy was just better, man. For real. Oh, and 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 yeah. and also, I want to get your thoughts on Amanda Nunes because you were telling me about her. Mm-hmm. Was it Amanda Nunes that was fighting, and she was fighting Holly Holm, correct? Yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to hear your thoughts because you were telling me about her and told me to watch, and that's why I I, I really blew it on that one because I would love to talk about this with you. But I just want to hear you tell me, you know, your your thoughts on her because I'm definitely gonna keep a lookout for her in the coming weeks and fights and UFC cards. She's a new face of uh, women's MMA, bro. Women's UFC. Skip Bayless said she's uh, Michael Jordan. I don't even know what that means because I didn't see the fight. Uh, I, you know what? She's something great. <laughs> I'll say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call her MJ, but she's he something said it. great. Skip Bayless said Amanda yeah. Nunes is Michael Jordan. I was like, uh oh. And that's when I realized I didn't see the fight because I was like, damn it. She's something great. Which so I, did she win by submission? What is it? I don't even know how it in front of me. Uh, it was a uh, knockout. Oh, she knocked her out first round. Yeah, what a head kick. How, oh, how Jesus. ironic. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely going to be on the lookout. Kick. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, I'm just saying I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for Amanda Nunes because you put me on to that. And then, like I said, I'm hearing that she's coming up in the game and she's the next one. And then I'm mad that I missed the Santos fight. I mean, I have to send, was it, what was the guy's name? I'm sorry, bro. I'm blowing it right now. Oh, I want to look it up. I know his last name is Santos. Yeah, it is Santos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did get it right. So John Jones and the Santos. Yeah. You told me about that when I heard that he had a, he had a torn PCL, ACL, MCL, LCL, all CLs. I was like, Jesus, dog. Oh, and y'all say he finished the fight, <laughs> and I'm like, man, what? 
So I just wanted to hear you talk about it, man. Tell me what you thought. What was your impressions? I'm happy to hear that John Jones wasn't sloppy and fat and out of shape because that would have broke my heart, man. Because that that's one thing I always liked about him is like no matter what was going on around him, his personal demons. You know, he got you know sniffing the girl or whatever. But he right. he always when he showed up in the ring, he put on a masterful uh, performances. Like you said, with the elbows, with the knees. Uh, the spinning fists and the kicks, the front kicks and leg kicks and all that. And to hear that my man was slipping the elbows makes my heart hurt even worse because I wanted to, like, I wanted to see that. Because you're talking about dude slip John Jones' elbows and I'm like, dog. Oh, dude, he was slipping all kind of shit. <laughs> his name is, his name is Diago Santos. Okay, Diago Santos. Okay. Well, we're not going to be seeing him for a while in the ring. Right. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you, you think there'll be a rematch between them two? I, I don't think dude should fight again, man. He'll never kick me. What? Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, come on, think about it. ACL, MCL, all that shit. It won't. If he starts training or fighting too too early before he can fully recover, dude, he, it'll never, he'll never be the same. The layoff could be, what, a year? So, Easily. okay, then so get, so I think, okay, so why not allow himself extra recovery time to get back? And then, um, you know, try to fight again. I don't understand. I don't see why he shouldn't fight again. Just because he tore ligaments. I mean, football players tear ligaments all the time. Patella tendons, ACLs, PCLs, LCLs, rip biceps, all type of stuff. And they play. I mean, if you're a fighter, right? No. Am I being uh, irrational about this? No, 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 no. I'm just thinking. Uh, I'm just thinking of the nature of what he does specifically. Like he has to kick low. Okay. Like, I mean, that's how he ripped it. To begin okay. with, I'm pretty sure he was in good condition before he ripped it. Mm-hmm. And when you when you kicking as hard as that guy kicks, as strong as he is, mm-hmm. somebody checks it. Mm-hmm. That I don't care how if you fully re, you know if you fully recovered, if you never ripped it ACL MCL before, you're liable to rip again. No, nah, I've never, man. God That's bless me, man. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. I've I've broke my ankle. I've seen you know close friends rip and tear their ACLs and things. To this point in my life, I haven't suffered any ligament injuries like that. My ankle, well, yeah, my ankle, but that was it. And that causes me pain. So I can imagine, you know, a complete, well, he blew out every major ligament in his knee, right? Every, he couldn't stand up. Like he he placed pressure on his leg to, to get in a fight stance or to throw something. He would wobble or fall. Wow. Yeah. Heart of a champion right there, man. That's why that's why I love fights. Cause when you see dudes do go through stuff like that, broken hands and you know broken feet, toe. Didn't John Jones break his toe? Or the one time didn't he get yep. when he got put in the uh, arm bar and the dude was just pulling his arm and yo, I mean that's what I like about the fights, man. The, the pain uh, threshold, like that. To think that that guy finished yeah. the fight with every major lig- ligament in his knee torn is I can't even. It's unthinkable to me because. Man, my back hurts sometimes. I don't even want to go to the gym. And this dude is in a, uh, a fight with somebody who's trying to knock him out, split him open. You know what I mean? He's got a he's got a major. We could honestly say like if this was a, we could say life threatening injury, right? Because you're in the ring. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you got every major. You need to punch somebody to hit you the right way. Shit, you could be out of here. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, shout out to that guy. Um, I hope to see him back in the ring. Me personally, I would like to see him I, since I missed this fight. Um, but before, so so before we get out of here, I just want to recap. We got Manny Pacquiao 
I'm going, ah, should I go late? You think he's going to knock him out? Late round TKO? Nah, nah, I think you're right. I think, I think Thurman's got a lot of heart and a lot of toughness. I will get Thurman that. Um, yeah. I think Thurman's an A-minus fighter, though. I don't think he's an A-plus fighter. He's not Pacquiao. He's not four. He's not. He's not Floyd Mayweather. He's not Canelo Alvarez. Uh, he's not. Oh my God, Lomachenko or Golovkin? Andre, huh? He's not even Andre Berto. Uh, wow, I think he's. I think he's better than Andre Berto. If him and Andre Berto fight, he'd beat Andre Berto. He'd beat Andre Berto. Now, yeah. Now, yeah. You don't think he beat Andre Berto in his prime? I agree. No. Nope. Wow. So me and you, we disagree on that one, dog. Because I think I think he'll beat. I think he's better than Andre Berto. I just Andre Berto disgusts me because until recently, <laughs> excuse me for a second. Until recently, I was one of the guys that that used to fall in love with the boxer hat. They had like the ripped up obliques, the pecs. You know what I'm saying? Dudes that came up into the ring looking shredded, and. That's that's Andre Berto. So I used to be like, he was undefeated, and that's another thing I used to fall in love with dudes that was undefeated. Ah, that don't yeah. mean nothing, man. Undefeated records don't mean anything. It probably just indicates you ain't fought nobody, and just because you ripped up don't mean nothing either. Because Andre Berto used to get beat by every major opponent, and I think Keith Thurman will give him his issue. It's not a game of muscles, man. We saw that with uh, Ruiz versus AJ. Yeah, definitely. AJ should be ashamed of himself just on principle of the fact that AJ is ripped up, is like six eight. And he like six eight. Yeah, six seven, six eight. Yeah. yeah. And 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 yeah. and ripped up, and you let a little fat pudgy dude, Mexican dude. I'm just gonna say it. Make let a fat pudgy Mexican dude beat you, man. <laughs> and make you look bad too. Not just like outpoint you and outheart you, and it was a gutsy fight. Like he just kind of like Diego Corrales, Floyd Mayweather, you type. type. <laughs> like for sure. Knocked you around the ring multiple times. You stumbling yeah. in the ropes he like outclassed him, man. Huh? He took everything away from him. He took his strength away from him. He beat him in the exhaustion. Yeah. I think I think AJ's mind was like, okay, I need to walk back over there so the ref can box me back into the fight. Yeah. His body was like, fuck that shit. We're going to hang out in this corner. <laughs> yeah, he was exhausted, dude. And I just find that, I mean, I don't know. I think your pride got stepping. But like they said, he took, didn't he take that fight on short notice? And I, apparently, this Ruiz fighter is not—he's not—he's not to be played with. Like he wasn't a—he wasn't a tomato can. Not at all. Nah, he was definitely some dude that you needed to watch film and study for because he—he has some skill and some craft to him, you know. Right. But right, right, right. But yeah, man, uh, we're gonna about to close up, close down the show. Ard, I hope to have you back on the podcast. You know, talk about the fights because boxing is definitely something that you know we need to hear. We need to have more of your insight. On and not even just the fights themselves, boxing news, man, the fights, the machinations of the fights, all that, all those things. Hope to have you back on, man. So it was good hearing man, from I hope you. To be on, I hope to be on soon. Good to hear from you too, man. All right, man. Holla. All right. That was my man Art. We're talking the boxing matches, talking the fights. Um, thank you everybody for listening to the show. As always, you can subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us and share. Uh, let all your friends and everybody know about this. Until next week, y'all, you know, keep it cool, stay safe, and peace. <laughs>